0: Welcome to Fit Facts Online. Hear me now and thank me later. The tagline speaks for itself, where facts will motivate, educate by simply cutting the bull one slice at a time. Let's get to it. Okay, welcome back to Fit Facts Online. We are back after a huge break. Everybody has been sitting at home trying to figure out what we're going to do. When do we come back? How the hell can we come back? And so on and so on. Today, we're going to do a welcome back show, a welcome back episode with uh, our special guest. He's a household name with FitFacts already, Dr. Heath McAllister. Welcome, Doc. Hey, thanks for flying down just for this from Oregon. (laughs) I came down just for you. (laughs) And it was a private plane because you didn't want to see Of course, thank you for sending the the private jet. I really
1: appreciate it. Touched me.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, we're both wearing a mask, right? We're sitting Mm -hmm. like uh, six feet apart, so we're probably gonna both faint pretty soon. And uh, but seriously, I'm glad uh, I can actually sit across from you. Yeah, I know. Because the last two shows we did, uh, you know, via uh, a software that just sounded really Mickey Mouse. You know, although it was. We did product. what everyone's doing these days. We, we did, did our thing. best, but I yep. think we sound much better now. Yeah, Plus, totally. I can see your animation when you get all bent out of shape It's something <laughs> you don't agree with. <laughs> I wanted to use today also uh, for our listeners to apologize. It's been a while since I posted anything, but I wanted to wait for this special episode to welcome all of you back and uh, talk about some of the problems we had coming, you know, by just really being, being bottled up at home. Being really stuck for the last what three months or something like I that I think it's been more than that. it's almost yeah. four months and uh, I thought it's gonna be really good to talk about some of the pitfalls we right just stepped right into it when it comes to nutrition the fitness level and of course hormonal nutrition and uh, what better guest to have than dr. McAllister just sitting right across from me so you guys get it all the way to the top now all the info you want make sure you contact us with any questions we are here to answer anything right doc that's right and uh, if we don't know something we uh, we, we fake it right <laughs> if we don't know something we're straightforward <laughs> no. about it we can't know everything no the, the whole or thing we'll look it up exactly yep. the whole thing is here with uh, fit facts is if, if it's what it's all about fit facts if we don't know something mm-hmm. we're gonna make sure we do the homework for you and do the best we can to do research on something you would like to know that's what this is all about and uh in my case, uh, I'm an exercise physiologist. I think I really know my stuff when it comes to the human body, soft tissue and everything. But there's so many things I don't know. And uh, that's why I created FitFact to get the guests and help me to understand and explain to you, the listener, what uh, what is going on, what is really, what is facts, what is actually just bull, mm-hmm. so to speak. And uh, I wanted to just uh, uh, say that... Uh, how long has it been now since we've been bottled up, Doc? Has it been around? I feel uh, like it's been four months. Well, four I, months. I went back to Oregon
1: in early March. Yeah. Shortly after that, everything started closing down. So March, April, May, June. Now we're into July, so it's about
0: four months. That's a long time to be uh, kind of sitting still, right? Being totally. in the unknown.
1: Totally. Yep. I think a lot of people were, weren't prepared for this length of quarantine, and we just had Jeez. never wrapped our heads around doing something like yeah. this before. So it's
0: it was a game changer. And I really want to use today to grab the bull by its horns and see what we can do to talk some of the topics that uh, that's on my mind. It's on your mind, and, and I hear it left and right. I'm I'm doing all kinds of uh, rehab work now and helping somebody out, and uh, I made a difference with a lot of people just really getting hurt left and right by just. Going straight into that, you know, I get the excitement. And uh, Listen, we're going to ease up the lockdown a little bit. Everybody can just go out. You can go running, bum, bum, bum. Now you get off the couch. Now you crank it because mm-hmm. your mind is just going like berserk, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm so frustrated. And very few are smart enough to get ready for the activity level. You're going to put yourself back into it like you uh, were used to. This is a completely different situation now. You probably have not been eating well. You know, we're going to talk about that. You probably been ordering ordering out a lot of uh, food from you know to have have it delivered. We're going to talk about that, Mm -hmm. how bad it can be. Mm -hmm. Loaded with sodium, I would assume, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, just uh, a lot of people couldn't find the rhythm at home to exercise like they used to in the gym, Mm -hmm. you know. And in order to be uh, really to do all the stuff at home you used to do in the gym and you don't have any of the equipment it is all possible you can work your body in an amazing way but you need to be creative and you need to have a little bit of an understanding of the body what can i supplement this with or a you know find a substitution for a certain uh, if i take a five gallon uh, water container I got a serious weight and Mm -hmm. I can do a lot of stuff with that at Mm -hmm. home. So, you know, there's no excuse to just say, oh, my God, I couldn't uh, go to the gym. So that's why I got all like chubby. Mm -hmm. Um, You know who you are out there. And that's just uh, an excuse. Mm -hmm. So let's talk facts, Doc. Uh, When it comes to your business, you are you're very busy, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that first there was the shock of, you know, we we have to just stay home and our our life is interrupted. And then it was started getting to become, well, how do we adapt around? How do we live some semblance of our normal life in this new society? And so I've done a tremendous amount of consults with patients, which is a great thing that we have platforms, you know, like Zoom or even just uh, platforms like, uh, you know, I, I just do a lot of phone calls with patients. But a lot of the work that I do and even lab testing can be offered to patients remotely so they don't have to be face-to-face with me I feel like there's something to be gained with a face-to-face interaction with the client but a lot of what we do we can arrange blood draws and stool tests and saliva you know we can do a lot of the testing that we might want to do in office we do it remotely we follow up with those results we you know get supplements uh, online to patients Everything that we do, can we've adapted enough now that we can do everything remotely. So I've got clients all
0: around the country. I think people were more reserved before saying, no, I don't want to do that online. This is all bull. And now they're more open to it. I think society needed to get ready for this. Absolutely. That's the norm. I mean, that's why
1: right now when you drive around Los Angeles, there's like virtually no traffic compared to what it was because all those commuters... They live in the Antelope Valley and they live in the South yeah. Bay and live in well, the Obviously Empire.
0: you're not here full time because I can tell you the A holes are back. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's like it's like a, a shit show out there right now. So traffic is as bad as it ever was. I love it that I hear from you because you you barely down here. <laughs> I'm barely down here. I flew in a
1: couple of days ago and I was I was shocked how barren it was on the 405.
0: Oh really? What well, I don't know exactly where, but uh, it's it's back and yeah. I'm, I'm okay. really frustrated. Right. It's like it's oh my god, it's been back that's and forth. Just, just, I, I wasn't showing it so much. But
1: that you know? new norm of accepting the fact that you don't have to go somewhere to meet somebody, you can have meetings online. You can do. You know, Harry, you can do personal training sessions with people. That we, I, I am. We, I know. Actually, and we never I we am. never thought yeah. about that for real before. Yeah.
0: And now it's something that our, as a society we've accepted. Because people were fighting before. Yeah. I, you know, I recommend it. I have a lot of clients I saw here in L.A. In person, did an assessment, and then they moved away. Different state, different country. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I said, well, that's too bad. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then they said, I have all kinds of problems. I'm not quite sure if I'm doing this right, or I'm, I'm hurting a little bit on my knee, and... And I said, you know what, there's a lot of stuff I can do when I see you online that just were they were not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Now yep. it's like, this is great. Yeah. And yep. then I said, Wow, now it works? Yeah. It would have worked six months ago. hmm But we needed that little reminder said, you know, a lot of stuff is possible. We needed that
1: shift know. in thinking that, you know, this yeah. is as good. Not just a bare bones replacement; it's as good. And so, you know, a lot of the work that I've done in the last few months has been that, and it's been very fulfilling. I've helped tons of people, and they haven't had to travel to where I am. You know, we've 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 got lab results; we've done everything that I normally do. I'm just not giving people IVs and shooting them up with PRP. Those things are great. I love to do those things, but the the bread and butter of what I do is, uh, you know, helping people. Manage their health and get to the, the Speaking best of version that of that doc. Let's
0: talk, let's refresh people's memory here quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you're an ND, I'm a naturopathic doctor, mm-hmm. and uh, you specialize in hormone therapy mm-hmm. and uh, all this uh, really holistic approach to uh, uh, your body being healthy from the inside out. Correct. Pretty much everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nutrition is very important to you, mm-hmm. and uh, also, uh, which really takes us to that. Uh, The first uh, uh, topic I want to talk about, I'm glad I have you here, nutrition. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Sure. Uh, So many people I talked to were eating really crap. Mm -hmm. And uh, then a lot of people were just uh, using takeout. Mm -hmm. And what do you think is the biggest downside with takeout by itself? Isn't that just loaded with sodium to make it test better? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different problems with
1: takeout. One is, yeah, they often load foods, prepared foods with sugar or salt. Okay, And neither one of those are really going to be health promoting. Most foods have enough natural salts in them that you don't need it. If you're having to load salt on something, usually it's to cover up for maybe a lower quality food. And, you know, loading up on salt isn't necessarily good for you. It's not good for your kidneys. And as a a modern society, we already are exposed to too much sodium salts. We don't get as much potassium salt. So that's why people talk about bananas and avocados, rich sources of potassium. Because back in the day, we had much more potassium coming into our diet. Now we're getting a lot of sodium. It's not, I mean, you need some amount of sodium. Your body does balance sodium levels. But uh, more likely than not, your diet is deficient in potassium. So having a bunch of table salt is not really helpful for you. Okay. Sugar is obviously... You know, we can talk about that. That's not just takeout foods, but that's all your snack foods. That's right, all your right. junk that when, when you're binge watching Netflix for five hours, more than likely you're reaching for some junk food. And that's, you know. It's, yeah. And it's, you
0: know what? I am. I, I'm I'm guilty. I'm sure I'm, I'm part of that. Yeah. It's, it, and it's so easy, you know, yeah. when you like sit there for four hours. And uh, I wanted to tell you, though, I, I, I do understand why people started going that route, because it's just watching tv and hearing all this news it's freaking depressing as sure. hell mm-hmm. and uh i want to watch some netflix series that makes me feel good mm-hmm. and at the same time they told us not to go out mm-hmm. right so uh, might as well just you know sure. do something of course i did in my part i i think i did a lot of uh, growing i did a lot of reading I, I kept studying but uh so i think it's also an excuse that some people were eating a lot less healthy oh yeah than they're used to sure and that's a big shock to your system overall yeah. no
1: yeah well eating most of your meals is takeout or prepared yeah. foods and things like that again you're not if it's not if you're if you're eating takeout you're probably having some salt some sugar some other things that may not be healthy for you you're also not in control of that food chain a lot of the work that i do i look for you know hidden hidden infections in the body particularly in the, in the gastrointestinal tract and when you're not in control of your food source you can pick up you know from dirty kitchens you can get bacterial infections you can get pick up uh you know different disturbances in your microbiome so you're if you're not in control of that one of the problems it exposes a lot of people just either don't know how to cook or aren't interested in cooking I personally love to cook, and I cook most of the you know most of the meals that right. I eat are ones that I've prepared. So I've been in control of that food chain from the start to the finish, and I
0: controlled how much sugar, you right. know. I think a lot of lack people of sugar did, and went out how much to, salt the, I had. to the market and uh, yeah. at least to the store, waiting for the chance to be able to go to the store and just mm-hmm. the, the supermarket stayed open, so that yeah. was a good thing. Yeah. So a lot of people did cook, you know. But I would say the majority—I know so many—they're just ordering, you know, uh, the takeout, and I think there's a big difference when you make your own stuff when well, it totally. comes to the and nutrients there's, there's also a difference the in takeout. the the
1: quality of the food and the t- in the in sense of yeah. you know are you getting are you able to get organic takeout most likely i don't i don't find a lot of that available organic and organic takeout. is a higher quality produce they're going to yeah. have less chemicals and they're going to have a higher nutrient right. content i mean obviously it's more expensive it's more expensive yeah but but what's 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 more expensive uh, having fresh broccoli now or cancer later. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, if you put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Uh, Throughout uh, this time when uh, a lot of people know that we have not been eating well, for the most part, okay, but not that well, is there certain supplementation right now we should really pay attention to that you need to build your body back into that getting ready to go out more and be more active again?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of these prepared foods and a lot of snack foods they're nutritionally really poor in the sense that they may have calories mm-hmm. they may have proteins but are they having vitamins and minerals okay. and and that's probably where things are off in people's diets they're not getting enough vitamins and minerals so i would say easily being on a multivitamin if your body doesn't need it most of those vitamins get flushed out yeah, but if your body does need right it away, right? yeah if your body does need it it sucks it up and it uses it. so yeah Basically, any activity, any physical activity, you're going to be burning through some B vitamins. You're going to be using some magnesium, some calcium. Those are basic kind of building blocks that we need to use in order to have strong connective tissue and good blood flow and, you know, tissue repair and so forth. So, you know, multivitamin, I would also say something like an essential fatty acid, either a fish oil or a flaxseed oil or a chia seed oil or some other type of healthy uh, fat. A lot of takeouts not going to have those fats because mm-hmm. they're not necessarily going to be organic grass-fed animals that you're eating or you know, wild-caught fishes. So your oil profile in your body has probably decreased. Your nutrient content has probably decreased. Yeah. A lot of people have gained weight because they're eating a lot of empty carbohydrates and mindlessly too because you know the Netflix phenomenon. So definitely some multivitamins, some kind of essential fatty acids. I would say that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm.
0: I've told you that I probably won't get Netflix as my sponsor because I keep watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I and, don't want and I love to. Netflix. I love
1: Netflix. <laughs> I think that you know, and and, and we we, have, we, we, we have do have get on some binge watching too. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, uh, it would be safe to say, listen, people, all the Fit Fact listeners, Fit Facts listeners, and you know uh, who you are by not eating too well and ordering a lot of takeouts. Be smart and find some supplementation that gives you some of the nutrients you're missing from Mm -hmm. really the takeout. You know, I'm not saying that the takeout is all bad, but there's certain things you can definitely supplement. Right. Um, Also, uh, we talked about earlier when uh, we uh, discussed the topics we should talk about today. You mentioned uh, vitamin D Mm. as a huge part of uh, a deficiency. We... uh, Developed over the the, the few uh, a month we've been sitting still here by not going outside, mm-hmm. sure. right? Right. Yeah. For
1: people that have been scared to go outside, mm-hmm. if you're not exposed to sunlight, you're not making vitamin D the way we're kind of engineered right. to make vitamin D. You can still get it from fortified foods like dairy has vitamin D in it and and dairy alternatives. Uh, but
0: if you're not going out, if you're
1: not concertedly trying but to build up can't your vitamin be the same D, then going outside
0: in the sun for two hours. What's that? I mean, can actually having uh, your fortified vitamin D in some. uh, Can equal the same amount? No, it's probably. No, no, it's going
1: to give you a bare bones amount. I mean, typically when they add vitamin D to a, a supplement, even, they add 400 IUs, which is paltry. It's not much at all. So, you know, if you were to go outside at this time of year, at this latitude, and you get. 10 minutes of sun on both sides of your bodies from the 10 uh, 10 o'clock to 2 p.m., that midday sun, you're going to make about 10,000 IUs of vitamin D, which is a tremendous boost. Now, the reason that that's important is a lot of reasons. You also realize that uh, we
0: have a lot of listeners that are not in L.A. or California. Sure.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And for people that are in northern latitudes, if you lived in, in, in Wisconsin or, you know, Minnesota or Canada we'll Talk you, about Iceland. or Iceland, you know, <laughs> well, the thing about Iceland is in the summertime, you're actually going to get really long hours that's, oh, yeah. that you can have, you know, if you're above the Arctic circle, you potentially have, you know, 24 hours of sunlight. Any case, getting sunlight is critical. If you can't get sunlight, then I would say supplementing some amount of vitamin D. How much is a conversation that I have with all my patients, but mm-hmm. there is an association with mortality from COVID and your vitamin D status. Right. So generally speaking, the higher your vitamin D status, the lower your risk of death from COVID. And that's significant. People need to know that, that vitamin D for a bunch of reasons, for immune a modulation, protection from autoimmune diseases, you know, cancer, uh, you know, protection, but COVID protection, it's huge. So uh, getting sunlight or taking some amount of vitamin D is really
0: important. If it's important. so uh, important and I, trust me, I'm not questioning it. I, I, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why are we not hearing this? Why aren't people talking about this on the news and just reminding everybody, listen, this is time for you to get certain supplementation that you're lacking because of that. that, yeah. that wouldn't that make sense? It would it's make so sense. Frustrating.
1: Be, better sense to me than, hey, let's talk about hydroxychloroquine and these other drugs <laughs> that treating, treating it after you've gotten yeah. it. Like, can you have some degree of pre- prevention or decrease mortality
0: if you do get it? I mean, okay, good. I, I don't, it's just not their forte, so, Harry. Uh, one more time to refresh, the best way to supplement vitamin D because it's not water-soluble, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fat-soluble vitamin. Fat, so that means... Uh, Can you inject it actually? Yeah. Oh, totally. I just I just did today. (laughs) Yeah. So it's but it's 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 actually pretty tough, right? It's uh, it's
1: well, it's got to be dissolved in an oily substance, just like testosterone. If anyone ever gets testosterone injection, it's got to be dissolved in, like, say, like a peanut oil or something. So it's got to be an oily carrier. It's more viscous. It's harder to flow, but Mm -hmm. you can still do it. So, you can't
0: do that, or you can also get it through uh, IV therapy. Really get it into your You Don't your do it as right an now?
1: IV because most IVs are going to be a water base, like a saline okay, bag. Makes and sense, so you don't yeah. inject oily things into that. You could potentially do it in like a dextrose bag. More often than not, you're going to do it as a shot or as a supplement or go get it for free
0: outside. So you're saying that you cannot get vitamin D in, a, in a IV therapy? Uh, no, we don't put it in the IV unless you had a very specialized IV. Well, that IV tells that was... you how much I know. yeah there you go (laughs) i mean you could do it i don't i don't know it's done that often that's again i remind every all my listeners that's why dr mccallis is sitting right across from me because sometimes i definitely talk about stuff (laughs) i don't know too much about that's one of the examples right there but i'm glad you mentioned that so uh let's talk about uh uh, so we talked about the sun we talked about uh taking the the oral intake right Mm -hmm. and uh that's about it. Is there anything else you would like to add? add that's really important, like vitamin D, which is you mentioned, like magnesium or zinc. Yeah, magnesium and zinc are really great.
1: Um, I mean, they're both. We talked
0: about this before, but it's so important to make sure that everybody keeps sure. hearing that, right? Yeah,
1: they're both pretty important nutrient nutrient deficiencies that aren't as common in our diets. Or something like you know, magnesium. If you eat a high sugar diet, you tend to flush a lot of magnesium out. Uh, but zinc is super important for your, your immune function. So, you know, going back to COVID and I know this session isn't all about, you know, treating COVID or managing COVID, but, uh, it's essential for any viral infection to have a robust initial immune response. And there's certain nutrients like zinc and vitamin A and vitamin C, they help your body have a really robust initial response to a viral mm-hmm. infection. And so those nutrients are critical. The other thing you know, I would say about zinc is that uh, zinc helps with cross-linking or strength of your connective tissue. Okay. So all of your muscle fibers are kind of like long strands of hairs. In and of themselves, they're not very strong, but if you bundle them together, now you've made a rope, and the rope is very strong. So that, that dovetails into your skin, your hair, your nails, your muscle fibers. So cross-linking of connective tissue, that's something zinc also does. Magnesium is something that helps with... Uh, Anytime you use ATP in the body, which is our base packet of energy, ATP needs magnesium there to basically help it be released. Uh, so ATP, mag-
0: I know what it is, but let's uh, explain it
1: quick. Yeah, sure. ATP is adenosine triphosphate. It's it's the base packet of energy that we use that our, our metabolism Muscle produces, fuel. and uh, it's by you know the dephosphorylation from ADP to A, uh, uh, ATP to ADP that causes energy to be produced in the body. So, uh, you know, so for energy wise, also relaxing tight muscles, magnesium is critical for so many different processes in the body. Magnesium is a cofactor. So magnesium is so good. Calcium also is one of those minerals that helps relax tight muscles, helps with bone strength. There's a lot of micronutrients that likely are not high in processed foods that people have been eating. And so getting these, uh, in either a whole food basis, which could be eating a lot, just many more vegetables. I mean, generally speaking, my approach to a healthy diet is should be it's the Michael Pollan, which yeah. is you should eat food, meaning not processed junk. It should mostly be plants, and not too much, meaning you shouldn't overeat. Right. And that is a kind of an elegant, eloquent, and you know, kind of vague <laughs> diet, but it's true. You should people should mostly be eating tons of plants where you're getting your minerals getting lots of vitamins you're not getting b12 you're not getting appreciable amounts of iron necessarily but a lot of other things you're getting uh, uh plenty of that
0: yeah before we wind this down you you keep mentioning the b vitamins you you definitely a big support of the b vitamins. oh yeah right? i mean I huge.
1: S- yeah and and here's the thing is i test people's blood all the time here right.
0: for nutrient deficiencies uh-huh. and b vitamins are like right. the top of the list of deficiencies yeah yeah so uh and some of our podcasts from before, uh, we talked about uh, IV therapy. And we also talked about blood tests and how, you know, the food sensitivity testing mm-hmm. and everything. You can all check that out. We have all episodes that really explain it. And uh, don't forget to write to us, you know, on uh, either Instagram at myfitfacts or uh, myfitfacts at Gmail. You know, I make sure personally that I will answer all the emails. I got tons of them. I'm not going to bother you, Doc, with all of them. They're maybe not that relevant to what we talked about. But uh, there's a lot of uh, emails. Uh, people just wanted to know more about certain issues, and the uh, B vitamins was uh, on a lot of people's minds. Is so said, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you kept talking about it almost like in four episodes now, the B vitamins. <laughs> so that means they're definitely important to they're you. They're super important. They're super yeah, important. I mean, yeah. you have a whole family of B vitamins, and they're
1: each yeah. critically important for us. When we say
0: B vitamins, yeah. uh, not to uh, bore everybody out there, listen, this is really good stuff, that uh, uh, when you say B vitamins, the first thing people blur out is, oh, yeah, B12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody thinks of sure. B12 as a B vitamin, but there's so many other ones. Yep, totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I mean thiamin, vitamin B one. That's really involved in energy production as well, producing yeah, ATP. Yeah. and you know, riboflavin. They're all they're all really important. And the thing is, they're vitamins. And a vitamin definition of a vitamin is something your body doesn't make internally. You have to take it in. Yeah. And so if you're not taking in, you know, really clean, nutrient dense foods. You have to take it as a, a, a vitamin supplement or your body will suffer. Your immune system may not be healthy. Your tissues won't respond well. You won't produce adequate amounts of energy. Your mood can suffer. You need these nutrient cofactors to be there for all of
0: your body functions to, uh, to, to right. run normally. Okay, so uh, eat healthy. You know, try to get your uh, supplementation, eat your nutrients, tons of veggies, everything you need. Eat tons of veggies. Make a lot of your
1: own yeah. food. Make your be own food. Be in control food. of yeah. your food supply. Try yeah. and get it organic. Yeah. Again, or, or, or a lot of people have jumped on making like home gardens, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and my wife, we actually got chickens, you know, like a lot of people have realized that, oh my gosh, like what happens if our food supply dries up? I mean, there was runs in the grocery store. Everyone yeah. was buying toilet paper. Well, so, you God, know, we, we, run out of we planted a huge again. garden. We got chickens and a lot yeah. of people. So if you can grow your own veggies, even better than buying organic.
0: Yeah, I was actually worried about it That uh, when I went, went to the store in March. I said, oh, my God, what about the eggs? What about this? But plenty of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no toilet paper. That's a different story. <laughs> so I guess it's more important to have toilet paper than to eat good food. I um, That's my take on it. I have yeah. so many jokes about that because I still do not get this why we ran out of toilet paper but you know what that's like a different podcast that belongs to a different show yeah that's <laughs> it's, its, its own psychological yeah, evaluation it's, <laughs> it's like what are you nuts you know exactly who you are like stock I, I hope you have so much toilet paper right now in your garage that you're gonna fall over it you know um but a doc which takes us to the next uh, segment here and that's the most important one we are both laughing about it and the same times we are wearing it we are both wearing a mask doing Mm -hmm. a podcast i'm sitting across from you six feet and i'm getting hotter than ever Mm -hmm. i'm i feel like i'm fainting sometimes you know what exactly is going on before we talk about the necessity of masks right but what is going on exactly from your opinion when you have a mask depending on uh, just different qualities i guess too right Mm -hmm. when i talk and when i when i talk there's uh, my own uh, co2 Mm -hmm. going out Mm -hmm. what happens if i wear a mask not everything is going to be just going out like if i wouldn't wear it so and i breathe so i'm going to just suck it back in Mm -hmm. is that part of the reason why it makes you sometimes dizzy it could i mean you're you're definitely
1: rebreathing some of your own air and you're breathing out mostly co2 a little bit of unused oxygen but you are rebreathing some of that CO2. So for me, I think about it, it's almost like you're in a slightly oxygen deprived state, which would be maybe like a higher altitude. Like if you went up to Denver mm-hmm. and you're breathing normally, you're breathing a lower oxygen content. It's almost as if you're getting a little bit of a lower oxygen content. So I don't feel like if you were to go cycling or running, I feel like it could be hard for some people, you know, in those activities, you're getting a right. higher need for oxygen. Uh, I also think that on the other hand, some people train at high altitude for that purpose to.
0: But to... explain that to me. I understand what mm-hmm. you're saying, though. But when I go up to high altitude, I don't. I don't. I'm not breathing in my own CO2. No, you're just breathing in less oxygen. Less oxygen. Yeah. That's different than less oxygen and CO2. It's true. It it's can't true. be. It mm-hmm. just can't be good for you. I don't think it's that detrimental. And I mean, some people
1: have made the argument that you're rebreathing your own bacteria and so forth, and that's you know. Yes, you are, but there are already bacteria that are in your body. Are you really going to cause more disease by recycling? There hasn't been any evidence of that. I will say that it's a look, wearing the mask is a pain in the butt for everybody. I see patients like I'm here in LA at my clinic, seeing patients for nine hours a day and I have a mask on the whole time. Yeah. Is it my favorite thing in the world? Nope. But is it socially responsible to do it? Yes. And here's why. I agree. Because the mask is trapping your respiratory particles with you. They're not being broadcast out there. So if Mm -hmm. I had COVID, I'm I'm maintaining, I'm I'm, I'm retaining those respiratory particles in my sphere and I'm not broadcasting them. Right. Now, you will see people who just get sick of the mask. They'll just take it off or they'll pull it down so their nose is poking out. Like I just did. Like you did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that you shouldn't do that yeah. you shouldn't do that because i get that it's a pain in the butt but you wear it or don't wear it you're pulling the back down over your nose you're now broadcasting your respiratory droplets it doesn't make sense for you to do that even though it's a pain in the butt but the
0: reason I you know even when i work with clients right you know in on the sports rehab mm-hmm. here uh i pull down the mask to the point where my nose is free once in a while because i'm about ready to pass out if i have to talk for a full hour it's it, this is insane I'm not just sitting there, not saying anything. I'm talking constantly. So this is tough. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And, and it makes yeah. me dizzy. And I want to find out what makes me dizzy. Is this the lack of oxygen? Or is it breathing in my own CO2?
1: I mean, CO2 isn't, isn't uh, harmful for I'll you, like, say, carbon monoxide. So carbon monoxide is harmful for you. That actually binds hemoglobin in the lungs. So if you're like sucking off exhaust from a car or a bus, okay. that's carbon monoxide. Carbon dioxide is pretty inert. We have a whole, you know, carbon dioxide cycle that goes on in the blood. You have carbon dioxide dissolved in your blood. It's not harmful, but it's kind of competing with the oxygen. So yeah, I get it. It's like I I feel the same thing that you feel that the mask is a pain in the butt. It feels kind of suffocating, stifling. You are getting enough oxygen in. Part of it's psychological that, you know, I can't breathe. We're just not used to breathing warm air. When you're breathing in through the mask, it's like the air is kind of pre-warmed.
0: Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. refreshing. doesn't feel nice. What about exercising with a mask? Yeah, you know, like Harder. I said, I
1: think that you could, I mean, you're decreasing your oxygen intake, I don't know, maybe probably only like 10%. So, it might not be, it's negligible probably just for walking down the street. If you're training, you're running hard, you're cycling hard, you could, you were going to feel it more. You're
0: going to feel it more because well, your work you need some is, is bigger. people in sports performance. Yeah. And I had a few of them almost like close to passing out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know?
1: And again, like I, I kind of feel like it's kind of like high altitude, not in that, you know, only in that mm-hmm. you're
0: getting less oxygen in okay um no i'm, I'm a big believer and you know i support it i actually get really upset when i go into the store and somebody makes a big fuss about it by somebody telling them to wear a mask because it actually says you need to wear a mask yeah i just don't understand why people flip out
1: no you just got to wear the mask just wear the you mask just do it i you mean uh, why it? You social responsibility out? and
0: if you're that sensitive about it and freaking stay home i don't need sure. to see you anyway in mm-hmm. the first place you yep. know. yep uh The last question about masks I have is that, uh, what about, uh, uh, (laughs) it's funny when I see people in the car by themselves wearing a mask. (laughs) Is that you. just funny to me, or is is that is a that necessity, you think?
1: No, I don't think that's necessary. I think it's people that put it on and forget about it. <laughs> it I funny. see that, too. And I, if they're not an Uber or a Lyft driver, they don't really have a good reason yeah. to do it. And most
0: people just get liberated when they get in the car. They pop it off. I do. Now listen, in any other time of last year, if I would have seen somebody on you know, the red light next to me with a mask on, sitting in his car with his two hands on the steering wheel and just looking forward, it's like... <laughs> Oh, there's got to be on some type of (laughs) meds or something. Now it's uh, almost normal. I know what's
1: interesting is when the coronavirus outbreak started, I mean, you know, before it got, we got the, the alert that things were really going south in March, I started wearing a mask to the grocery store and people acted like I had the plague. You know, they were so like, people would give me wide berth and oh my God, maybe he's really, this before people really shifted and became accepting of the fact that we got to do it. And I'm a doctor. I'm intimately aware of the need for it. Everyone else, nobody in Whole Foods would do it. And and now everybody's doing the math. So we have shifted as a society to understand our, our
0: role in, uh, you know, keeping everyone else safe. That's right. You are a doctor, and that's, I forgot, one more important question. Mm-hmm. Masks. Uh, you just uh, scolded me by pulling down my mask, just uh, <laughs> exposing my nose. Sure. Uh, help me understand, or help our audience understand, if I just have my uh, my nose free, I mean, I'm not really exposing that many particles, which I would usually do with my mouth, so I'm just using my nose to uh, breathe in. Is that... Uh, I'm sure you're what some what damage over. am I doing if it just expose my nose
1: it, if you're if you're truly just breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth, but i'm I guarantee there's going to be a little bit of backflow. I guarantee if you did a study of respiratory droplets with the nose out, you're going to get more respiratory droplets released from your sphere with your nose out, really yeah Hmm. So I know I know it's not convenient. I know I mean everybody's doing it these days. People hate the mask pulling yeah, it I'm down.
0: just saying it because I see a lot of people actually walking around in stores with just the mouth covered and the nose is out. Yeah,
1: and I, I think that's not that's missing the point. If you're going to okay. do it, you do it. You commit so, to I, it. Uh,
0: it's, it's okay for me to walk up to that person and just tell him "Cover your nose, or I'm going to punch you." <laughs> you can make just that want choice. your uh, doctor's <laughs> nose on that one. <laughs> just. <laughs> 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 All right. So. um there's a lot of information, and uh, we both, right, understand everybody's frustration out there. I'm as frustrated as everybody else, mm-hmm. and uh, even you are frustrated, sure. right? I mean, uh, a, you flew down pain. here, so yep. in flying is different and everything. Mm-hmm. To keep your sanity, I think don't stop exercising. You know, keep moving. Uh, it's easy to sit and sit on the couch, and I've done it myself, and I really, to be honest, I got depressed really quick. It's mm-hmm. like I, I need to, I need to move. Yeah. And then I couldn't really go outside, you know, because we were supposed to stay indoors. Mm-hmm. So at least I did stuff inside. I went out in the, the patio and just did push ups and the mm-hmm. it was simple stuff. Sure, but it's amazing how quick you get back into, you know, you release those uh, uh, endorphins mm-hmm. that make you feel better. Totally, I think body weight exercises. Yeah. It's like it's available to
1: everybody. You can do sit up, push ups. You don't need any weights. You don't need anything. You don't anything. need anything. Just you using do... your body, you yeah. can do tons of stuff. Totally. I mean, you can you can even flip on, you know. Uh, a yoga tutorial and do yoga in your living room you can do stuff it is important that if you're it's fine we can all watch netflix but you gotta take breaks you gotta get up and move around your circulation will suffer if you just don't move around that sedentary lifestyle that is a risk factor for heart disease yeah just sitting around all the time you we're meant to move as a people we are meant to move
0: okay let's make a, 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 a turn a little corner here and we are approaching a, a very popular subject which is uh almost everybody i talk to is very nervous going to the public gym mm-hmm. now sure i mean i see people doing it but those are just they say i don't really care from the get-go they always but i know a lot of people my clients who said there's uh, you're not going to see them at a public gym until the end of the year mm-hmm. what do you think the main fear is that is the the transmission piece is breathing what about the sweat and uh, not Machines not being properly uh, wiped down. Is that a problem?
1: I mean, human sweat does not transmit the virus. It's mainly it going to be... not, right? Yeah. So if, if you're sweating on something, that's one thing. But if you're getting secretions from your nose, if your nose is running. If you're you know, wiping your mouth and then touching things, it's really the respiratory system and the nasal passages that that can transmit the virus. So when someone's working out and they're sweating, they're going to touch their face. And then touch other things. So, okay. uh, and they're also breathing heavily. You know, you're lifting weights; you're breathing heavily. Well, yeah. So, you know, you're you're gonna broadcast some respiratory droplets. So it really depends on the policy of the of the gym, whether or not a that they you know require masks. B, how often do they clean the equipment? And C, what's their air filtration like? Do they have an air filter cranking? Well,
0: listen. If there is a, a huge public gym, let's I'm not even gonna mention names, but there's like hundreds of people in there. And they all switch every five minutes to a different station. There's no way in hell you're going to be able to wipe down those machines after everybody, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just don't do it themselves. So, how are you going to control that? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a risk you're so taking. So that's a risk. part of the, the the nervousness of people sure. going. Yeah, to
1: you're taking gym, a right? risk, and maybe it's worth it to you, but you're you are taking a risk, and okay, you know, like I said, I think you can do so much on your own. I'm not discounting the the value of gems. Yeah, at yeah. home or, I mean, frankly, in this area, Harry, we're, like, blessed to have incredible weather and yeah, a beach nearby and all. You know, if you live in Southern California, I don't feel like you have a good excuse to not exercise outside. If you exercise outside, you're not trapped in a room with 50 other guys huffing and puffing. Yeah, You're, you're going to have less exposure. Um, you know, respiratory droplets can remain suspended in the air. That's been discussed. I don't know if there's any, been, been any COVID cases confirmed from someone running by a park. And mm-hmm. inhaling respiratory droplets, but in a gym setting, and in an enclosed setting with maybe not good filtration and maybe not properly cleaned machines, it's a risk, and you have to decide if that's worth worth it, or can you find a way around to do your own thing? Can you visit with someone like you, Harry, and you could teach people how to do body weight? exercises or the milk
0: jug thing or, you know, use, use what they have on hand. Well, thanks for leading me into this next segment because that was exactly where we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be my guest because this is my forte, yeah. my field. <laughs> and I want to hear the doc sitting across from me, see what you think All about right. what I have Let's to say do it. before we do that. The last thing I just wanted to mention one more time, because that's what always freaks me out. Joey has really sweaty hands, never wears gloves in the gym. He goes and touches a, a, a dumbbell. hmm and I touch the dumbbell without a glove, and you're saying that's not the dangerous part of me uh, getting uh, sick from it. No,
1: me. it could be if he wiped his nose, and then he touched yeah, the dumbbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. So, yeah, you could, you could... And then you touch your face, or
0: you touch your nose. Because that's what freaks me out the most. And I think a lot of people have the same... Uh, nervousness is that they should sweat people touching stuff and not wiping it down. And then I touch it.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, that's a risk. And I understand the gyms wanting to get back on track They're businesses and they provide a valuable service, but this is a weird time right now. Yeah. So is it a smart thing to do? I don't know. You know, you can't space machines out necessarily six, you know, you're going to be in close proximity to people. You're in the same air. It's, you just have to feel if it's a, you know, appropriate risk for you.
0: To take yeah. okay let's lead into our last segment which is uh, uh has a lot to do with exercise physiology and uh, about human movement science and how the body works and how it also sometimes works when you go from being very active to non-active just sitting there's a huge shock that happens to your system overall mm-hmm. and not just your endorphins you know you just miss that stuff with the cardio But also muscle spindles—the way you, you know, when you use uh, resistance and you strengthen everything—and I see a lot of problems right now with injuries happening. That people jump too quick into on the bandwagon, grabbing the weights left and right, and the first thing to develop is uh, usually tendonitis, Mm -hmm. because your tendons have not been used in a while, Mm -hmm. and then you grab the weight you thought you handled before. Which maybe you can not handle, but guess what? Your tendons weren't ready, mm-hmm. and that's tendonitis. That's what most people shuts down because after two weeks, they said I can't lift the weight anymore because it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. That's it. That shuts you down. Mm-hmm. So, and you keep nodding because you agree, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to condition the body.
1: Yeah. You can't, so you can't go from sitting on Netflix for five hours a day. Yeah. Uh, for weeks on end, and then bolt out of the door and run a marathon. Like your body's not ready yeah. for it. It's a shock. You're going to strain your tendons. You might rip a tendon. You might yeah. rip muscle fibers. You will m- rip muscle
0: fibers. You're just yeah. not ready. you got to lead into it. And that's where your expertise comes in. Yeah. And, 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 and also, we, we spoke earlier about uh, you don't need any weights. Just use your body weights in mm-hmm. order for you to get ready to mm-hmm. shred it right. and rip it. Mm-hmm. Spend two to four weeks at home and get ready with just using your body mm-hmm. weight from your intrinsic totally. core muscles, doing uh, planking, single leg standing. You know uh, sit-ups. You uh, work your body all over the place. Mm-hmm. You don't need any weights for that. You know, start with push-ups before you start doing a uh, bench press or doing uh, uh, curls. You know, mm-hmm. just doing start doing push-ups every day. It gets better, but get yourself ready mm-hmm. to perform again because totally. if you don't. You're going to go down with something. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think uh, why so many places, uh, uh, like the place I work at, uh, help out with the sports rehab, you know, a post rehab. And the reason they're so busy is because people just jump straight from zero to 60. uh, They did the weekend uh, warrior thing. They just
1: went for it and they they pulled something. They ripped something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, is there anything that you can actually take in order to get your body ready for performance? uh better and we're not talking about really growth hormones or anything but more like uh performance enhancement is it's just the wrong word too i think it's preparation performance preparation preparation yeah i would say that
1: i mean when you go and exercise or you're lifting weights part of what you're trying to do is you're actually trying to create micro tears in the muscle okay and those micro tears get filled in with actin and myosin which are the you know the components of muscle fibers and, but that, what the raw material of those are is protein. So I think having enough protein on board maybe doing a clean protein shake. A lot yeah. of people do whey protein. I'm not as big of a fan because I see dairy allergies left and right. Mm-hmm. But something like a pea protein, a rice protein, a hemp protein, getting at least having protein on board. I do think that having, like I mentioned earlier, the, the substances that help cross-link and strengthen your connective tissue are things like vitamin C and zinc and bioflavonoids, which would be like dark berries, those strengthen the quality of your connective tissue, especially when you're trying to regrow new connective tissue. They're gonna bundle them together and make them stronger. Third thing I would say, kind of the three legs of the stool is- includes tendons and ligaments, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And then, uh, as well as muscle fibers. And then the third leg of the stool I would say is uh, making sure that you have good blood flow to those muscles, to all the tissues, Something that really helps with that is improving your nitric oxide status. So nitric oxide is a potent vasodilator in the body, helps direct blood flow different areas. So something like L-arginine, which is an amino acid precursor Mm -hmm. to nitric oxide, that if you do those three things and you ramp up with body weight exercises, you are dramatically decreasing your risk of having an injury later on.
0: I feel really bad for uh, people coming in left and right Just I finally got out. I finally started exercising. It took me a week and I'm injured mm-hmm. and I'm down. Yep. And that's really depressing. So yep. I really feel bad. Mm-hmm. But it's also, uh, I, I hate to be really harsh, but it's also common sense. You know, I mean, if you don't understand what we are really trying to preach here, that if you get your body ready for a performance slowly, ease it into it, you know slowly you will benefit from it if you go straight from zero to 60 you're gonna hurt yourself the same thing goes with running Mm -hmm. how many people stopped running then they went straight out to go run again three four miles and they came right away came up with the first week plantar fasciitis you know runner's knees uh 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 shin splints you name it all Mm -hmm. this is all part of it for the most part Mm -hmm. you know it's all part of you not getting ready or get your body conditioned for a, for a type of performance. Mm-hmm. Everybody I think that's why people uh, should
1: see someone like you, Harry, is that yeah. like you can actually ramp that up in a sensible that's way. That's right. You should that really. It's common sense for you, Harry. Right. It seems like common sense for everybody, but that's because you're an expert in what you do. If it, Most people, it's like, oh, I, sh- I, I used to be able to run five miles right out the bat. I'm going to go back and do that, even though it's been three months. It doesn't make sense because you know they, they're used to have the, somewhat of a muscle memory of being able to do this thing
0: yeah and, 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 you know I guess so you're it right. makes
1: sense if you stop and think about it but if you're if you're joe schmo and he's he's not thinking about his physiology the way that you do the way that i do yeah so uh
0: i think that's why working with someone like you is, is critical to yeah it's critical and uh you know like i said send all the emails and i'm the first one besides uh getting you ready for conditioning your body for any type of movement that i also then turn you over to uh or, or turn you on into a situation where Dr. McAllister, that's what you do, mm-hmm. to give yourself that uh, support with nutrition and, and hormones and anything else that you have a combination of, you know, everything that you need for you to get off the ground and feel good. Yeah. Because our podcast was here. Welcome back. You know, we all like being cooped up forever, you know, and everybody's going out. So let's do something that uh, prevents you from getting hurt. Mm hmm. Doc, last thing, I'm not sure how I'm going to edit this when I put it in there, but I didn't want to leave it out because when we originally talked about this episode, you mentioned peptides. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are they so important Important to you? Well, they're
1: important for a couple of different reasons. Peptides, I mean, this is like the, It's it's one of the most exciting emergent therapies right now are peptides. I would say peptides and exosomes. I'm not probably going to talk about exosomes now, which is a stem cell extract, but peptides, I have rarely ever seen these strong shifts in people's physiology, except when using peptides that like for people losing weight, getting more muscular, uh, improving their immune function, uh, getting deeper sleep. I've never seen these dramatic shifts. And and I'm an expert in natural medicine. I do a lot of supplementation. We do IV therapy and so forth. The peptides are a game changer. So, you know, I would just wanted to mention a few of them uh that are uh you know might be relevant for today. There's one called thymus and alpha one. So your thymus gland is a gland under your uh under your sternum. It helps train your immune cells in your body to identify friend versus foe. So your immune system is supposed to identify your tissue, self versus non-self, and that's one of the places in the body where you educate. It's a training ground. So You can take one of these peptides, a small segment of these uh, peptides, which is peptides are just short protein sequences and you can inject them and injecting thymus and alpha one incredibly, uh, improves your, uh, your immune system function, especially against viral infections. So thymus and alpha one, there's a, a medication version of it that was approved for hepatitis C and you know, using it has been shown to improve cell mediated immunity and so forth. So in terms of improving your chances, you know, your just overall immune function, thymus and alpha one is incredible. The uh, growth hormone peptides, the releasing peptides mm-hmm. uh, are also another big one for people gaining muscle mass and losing weight. There's some one called DSIP or delta sleep inducing peptide, which is incredible for getting deep sleep which is where our bodies really heal and our immune system is recharged and our hormones are recharged. So I just wanted to let people know that peptides, it's one of the brave new worlds out there. Um, and it's it's something that uh, by and large, our
0: patients respond really, really well to. Okay, well, I'm glad that we talked about that. I almost forgot I saw my notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, wanted to make, I wanted to make sure you got that in. Before uh, you do your plug, because I love to uh, advertise you because I think you're the greatest. A lot of people from uh, uh from different countries uh wish they would have uh, uh, the opportunity to come and see you in person you sure. know some of them are actually our listeners went to see you in person mm-hmm. and they told you or they told me they told you it's like i heard your podcast you know it's really great mm-hmm. and if you're not in the area or if you can't really make it to la you know there's always uh, health professionals in different uh countries or states they will understand and listen to what you have to say Mm -hmm. i would say let's be smart right Mm -hmm. try to figure out what you need to do if any questions that we can help you with right just phone calls by itself or emails we can help a lot oh sure right yeah i
1: mean like i said i work with clients all over the country uh and different parts of the world we can set that up i'm i'm more than happy to take on clients remotely we can we now we have access to labs that we might not previously have had we can we can do testing we can do treatment uh i'd be more than happy to work with any of your
0: listeners yeah and and listen if uh, if you have really questions you know uh, make sure that you use uh, our instagram that my fit facts instagram you know we have a lot of followers there. And I will answer a lot of questions, and I do it for free because Dr. McAllister charges $5,000 per question, <laughs> right? So it's a different story. That's what I charge you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, uh, if you have questions for the doc, you know, you can also uh, address it to me. I'll make sure I always pass it on. We yep. always talk about yep. that. Or right? people
1: can just find us on the internet, www.purevitalitycenter.com. You can call us at 310-820-7925. In Brentwood? Yep.
0: Yep. And we're in the Brentwood area of Los Angeles. Right and uh, anything else you would like to add to tell our listeners to uh, hang in there and make the best of it and just
1: make lemonade make lemonade out of lemons you know this has been an opportunity for growth right and development learn new skills if people don't know how to cook go online there's classes on all kinds of stuff learn to cook learn to sew learn new skills Uh, reinvent yourself this is this is a time where we really get to, uh, you know, we can be beaten down by it or we can mm-hmm. emerge like the phoenix from our ashes. We can really reinvent, yeah. you know, our, our, our role in this. So well I, I think it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah, That's what I, I would I say. Use that. this took, time to grow.
0: I took a class on uh, how to be more polite. You know, and um am yeah. working every day on that. Great. So it's, it's, I did something really constructive with this. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. you can see my, my personality is much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, doc. It's great to see you again. So, In- thanks so much here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Email us at myfitfacts at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at myfitfacts. We'll leave the lights on for you.